How you doing, y'all? And welcome back to Confidence. I missed you guys a lot. I've taken some time away. And sometimes you just need that. And that's what we're going to talk a little bit about on this podcast, right? Um, letting go of the expectations. But it's going to get a little bit more specific than that. Um, so here's what we're going to do. Here is the lineup for today's conversation. And, and unfortunately, there's going to be no involvement from the audience because here's what's going to happen. Uh, I actually have a special announcement to make. Um, so starting this week upcoming, so when this podcast comes out, it's going to be a Monday. Um, this upcoming Wednesday, two days from now, if you're listening to it on the Monday, if you're a fucking super listener, I'm going to start doing these shows live. We're going to call it Confidence Live every Wednesday from 6 p.m. AZ to 8 p.m. AZ. That is 5 p.m. Pacific to 7 p.m. Pacific. And that is going to be what? 8 p.m. Eastern to 10 Eastern every Wednesday live. I'm going to be going live on YouTube And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start taking phone calls from you based on the information and the stuff that we are talking about live. So I'm going to be doing my podcast live for the first 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever it is, whatever I got. And then I'm going to start taking live callers and we're going to start talking about my situations. We're going to start talking about your situations. We're going to start understanding what you fucking care about, um, but we're going to start doing it live. So it's going to be crazy. And honestly... I don't give a fuck who calls. Like, if you want to call in and just talk shit to me, so be it. You want to call in and fucking cry? So fucking be it. I don't really care. I don't care what the information really is on. I'm sure it's going to be on the information we're fucking talking about because that would be fucking weird. No. Uh, (laughs) uh, But you understand what I'm saying? It's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, It's going to be intense. It's going to be high pace. My whole goal is to keep each caller pretty short so we're not sitting there fucking lingering on people and we're moving along to different perspectives. I kind of want it to be kind of like a radio show um, where you're going to get a lot of fucking information all at once. But anyways, this upcoming Wednesday, uh, six to eight, it's fucking going down and every single week it's going to be live. And the podcast is just going to be a shortened version, the good parts or the good bits of the live show. But again, it's just going to be me doing the podcast live, but getting your input live and getting your situations live via a phone call that you guys are going to be able to watch exclusively on YouTube um, this upcoming week. So that is a special announcement, but let's talk about the actual podcast. It has been a long time since I've been on here. Um, and we got a lot to pretty much go over. Uh, so pretty much the summary of today's podcast is this, I'm going to give you a quick life update. What the fuck is happening? There's a lot that has happened. We got a whole, we got to wrap up the long distance situation. There's a whole fucking thing. Uh, I'm going to talk about my cum. I know I know it's gross. Anyways. Um, also this thing I call the housewife test. So we're going to get into that. Um, We're also going to talk about three big topics today, which I think are going to be awesome. Uh, First one's going to be, what's better, somebody in your industry, dating somebody in your industry, or dating somebody completely irrelevant to your work? And then we're going to talk about letting go of attachments. We are going to talk about maybe how to get rid of them. And then we're also going to talk about the emotional versus the logical brain. Um, And we're going to talk a little bit about um, what I've experienced kind of as a coach in terms of like, again, attachments, um, how women face these attachments differently than men. um, And the most common areas I see, um, I would say women fail versus men fail when it comes to getting rid of their attachments. So let's get into it. First things first, where the fuck have I been? Good fucking question. I love that you're asking questions. I really appreciate that. Um, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I, if you guys remember on the last podcast, I kind of was like, you know, feeling a little bit weird, right? I felt like lost and in some ways, you know, still feeling a little bit that way, I guess. But for the most part, I, I think I just needed to take a step back from shit. You know, um, I tore my Achilles tendon, had the surgery. Um, you know, I podcasted right before I went back to New York again, um, in December. So the last time I kind of left you guys off, I, you know, I hung out at long distance situation. Um, and then I was going back to essentially see her for the holidays and just actually my family. Um, and we were kind of going to go from there. So here's what happened. I go fucking back home, right? In December, have a great time with my family. It's good. Good vibes, good times, uh, end up hanging out with, um, long distance situation and things kind of evolved, uh, to be honest. Um, essentially what happened was we hung out 
Vibes were high. It was good energy. Ended up like staying over her house a bunch. I actually extended my New York trip twice. Like once, um, you know, I was just going to like, oh, I stay longer because, you know, she was away. And then I was like, all right, I'll see her some more. And then I was like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. Why don't I just stay another two days? End up staying all the way to New Year's. I end up staying for a total of like 11 days, which is so different for me than normal because normally I'm really fucking serious about my work. I like being in my routine. I want to be home, all these things. Um, but honestly, I think there was something that kind of happened for me. Like there was kind of like this shift that happened to me over the last like three, four weeks, I think. Um, and this is what we're going to talk about in terms of letting go of the attachments. Like I have put so much pressure on myself in so many different areas of my life. And it's something that I think I do frequently across the board. And I think a lot of people that are high performers or perfectionists like myself, yo, you really want shit to work out. I think we all do, right? We're all busting our fucking ass. We're trying to make shit happen. We're trying to make money. We're trying to get a good relationship. We're trying to get that fucking body. We're all trying to do some shit, right? You know, we're all on a fucking journey where, you know, fulfill our fucking dreams or some shit. Um, you know, but I think like the epiphany that I kind of had was just to slow the fuck down, was just fucking relax, just chill the fuck out. And honestly, you know, the Achilles thing happening to me, um, I, I don't even want to say this because it's fucking corny, but it's almost like, bro, this shit really happened to me for a reason. And honestly, I, I'm not even fully at the reason yet, because to me, I feel like I'm not even at that place that I want to be yet, but who the fuck is? But long story short of this is this. I'm spending time with this girl in New York, and I think I remember it was actually like just like one moment where I actually I texted my mom, and I was like, you know, I was telling her like over the phone, actually, I was telling her over the phone, I was like, yo, like I feel fucking weird, like I'm having all these feelings, like I want to go back to Arizona, like I want to get back to work, like I feel weird not like posting videos and doing all this shit. Um, you know, I, I just like, I'm stressed, but at the same time, I'm like, bro, I, I mean, I love spending time with this girl and you know, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying that. And I think she like texted me back or, or she were, she was telling me on the phone and she was just like, Chris, like you work so fucking much. Um, you know, and, and honestly, I think she just like kind of made a reference to like, you're going to be working your entire life. And honestly, I feel like that really hit me. It hit me pretty deep, um, and I know it sounds very small, but there's been a lot of things that have happened to me, like little videos I've been seeing, just little things I've been reading as well. Uh, I also read this book, When Breath Becomes Air, fucking amazing book, um, but it's essentially about this um, neurosurgeon who ends up getting cancer, and he's one of the top neurosurgeons in the country, uh, ends up getting cancer. I'm not going to tell you the ending of the book. Um, really fucking good. Pick it up and start fucking reading it immediately if you haven't. Uh, but that book also changed my life in a way too. And it made me just realize that we are all chasing these things like so brutally and, and, and we are cracking the whip on ourselves so fucking hard about the things that we want so fucking bad. But meanwhile, if you really think about it, we are chasing the mountaintops of a non-existent thing where as soon as we usually get to the mountaintop of whatever we're fucking chasing, it never actually brings us the, the joy and the happiness that we think it's going to. And essentially what we're all doing is we are all chasing these dreams and these mountaintops of these goals. And, you know, don't get me wrong, that's fucking awesome. And I think that's the whole purpose of life, right, is to chase something and to have some purpose. But bro, you you could be running and, and running in this direction so fucking hard, trying to make money so fucking hard, trying to make all these changes in your life so hard. And next thing you know, life is just passing you by, you know, like, yeah, I'm getting older. Uh, and I think that's kind of weird. But I guess to my whole point of this is, bro, I have my entire life to work. I have my entire life to make podcasts. I have every single day of my life to make a fucking video. I understand that, you know, consistency and the fucking grind and all this shit is so important. I get it. You know, we have livelihood, we have bills, we have things that we have to do. But bro, my whole thing is like, I I've never died. You know, I've never not made ends meet. I've never not, you know, wanted to work hard or strive for excellence. I've always wanted that stuff. I've always been that. So maybe it's time for me to actually let go of the expectations. Maybe it's time for me to slow the fuck down. And honestly, you know, when I'm having this brand crisis, I'm having this creative block, you know, 
I think I read a video or I watched a video and this girl was talking about how like, you know, we preach this action culture where it's like, take action no matter what, right? Like always be taking action no matter how you feel. If you're feeling unmotivated, keep fucking taking action. And like, don't get me wrong. It's like weird. It's like this paradox that we live in. It's like, yes, I could keep taking action, but if I keep taking action in the direction, I have nowhere the f no idea where the fuck I'm going. I'm going nowhere fucking fast. Imagine walking around a forest and you don't have a fucking compass and you're just going in all the directions. You could be spending a lot of energy going fucking nowhere. And that's how my life kind of has felt. You know, it's like I'm taking all this action. I'm doing all these things all the time. And to be honest, it's like I'm making progress, sure, but I think I'd make more progress if I slowed the fuck down, I got my mind into alignment for what, where I wanted to go and what I fucking wanted, stop taking action for a second, slow the fuck down, chill the fuck out, and then see where I'm going, and then start taking action when I know the direction that I want to go. So I think that's the shift that I feel like I've made, right? Again, having this creative block into things, it's like, maybe I just needed some time to live life real for a second, you know, cause here's the thing, something that people don't even recognize about being a creator and you know, everybody always like idolizes creators, influencers, you know, people that do this work. When you have to make a video every single day of your life, stories, all this other shit, and you got to show up every single day, you know, you start questioning your entire life. Well, not, you don't start questioning your entire life. The thing is, are you living for the content or are you living a life that really truly makes you happy? Because that's the, that's the shit that you get into, right? That's what I'm saying. If I'm creating videos every single fucking day and I don't know what direction I'm going, I'm just posting shit, right? I'm posting shit a lot of the times thinking about my audience every single day. And if I'm thinking about my audience every single day, what life am I really living? Is that truly freedom? Am I truly expressing myself genuinely for the things that I like? I don't even know what the fuck I like anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't even enjoy a day outside without thinking to myself, oh, well, I could probably take a picture here or, oh, I got to show my fucking followers this or, oh, you know, think about this. Like a regular person, no offense, it's like, what is it like to just live life and be happy not posting things for other people? And don't get me wrong, you don't even have to be an influencer to live this way. A lot of us, even when you have 900 followers or 600 followers, we still take that shit so fucking seriously. The shit you put on your story, the shit you post, I know you're fucking thinking about it. I know you're thinking about what people think. But the other thing too is it's just like, you understand what I'm saying? It's like, what was life like before all of this, right? And I think that's what this New York trip honestly showed me in a way was like, I just wanted to spend some time with a girl that I thought was dope and see out this connection and just enjoy the fucking connection. It, it was like the weirdest epiphany just to hang out with somebody and not give a fuck about work, not give a fuck about posting anything, not caring about what we were going to do that day. What did that turn into? Majority sex. <laughs> Yo, me and this girl have been fucking OD. I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. It's every second. Uh, and it's weird because she's like a church girl with all these fucking boundaries and shit. But no, me and homegirl have been like going at it. When we when we have been hanging out with each other, bro, we are fucking morning, afternoon, evening. It's the weirdest fucking... Literally, I, I think we were... Ha there was one day we had sex more hours than we did not. <laughs> but that's what happens when you like somebody and you guys like each other mutually, bro. That shit's fucking fire. When, when, when you guys, when, when I'm like, yo, I fucking really like you. And she's like, oh, I fucking really like you, bro. That sex is different. That sex is bomb, bro. We're fucking in missionary. You know what I'm saying? We don't even need positions. I don't even need positions. When, if I fuck with you, bro, we can bang in the same position. We were fucking just for sport. I'm telling you, we were hanging out on the couch, bro. I feel like my dick was just in her when we were, and we were just chilling and talking. We were just chilling and talking. And, and, and I was slow stroking. You know what I'm saying? For like two hours. What are we doing? <laughs> that's that connection sex but anyways um <laughs> not to get lost in the sauce oh and one thing i also discovered is this you know i feel like i don't know what has happened or transformed maybe it's my diet but bro my jizz has been smelling so good lately i'm not joking it's fucking amazing i'm telling it's a vanilla cream it's it's I'm, it's magnificent. And what's crazy is I'm not joking. Um, 
So for the first time, also fast forward a little bit. So sorry, I'm getting, I'm all over the fucking place right now. Hold on. I want to talk about my cum smelling, but I'm going to, I'm going to intertwine it into the story. So one second, let me get to that part. Long story short, we're enjoying our time together, right? I'm just now enjoying life for what it is. Uh, you know, I'm releasing expectations. I'm like, fuck work. I've got every day for the rest of my life to work. Whether I make a million dollars at 34 or a million dollars at 37, what does it fucking matter? What does it matter? Where, where am I going that fast? Why don't I just enjoy my life every single fucking day? Cause here's the thing. There's no even guarantee I get to that age. There's none. There's not. And that was the whole point of the, the, the book, uh, when breath becomes air. So fucking good. I'm telling you, go pick it up. Uh, but you understand what I'm saying? It's just like, bro, relinquish the fucking expectations, relax, enjoy your life a little bit. Every day should be, you know, living the life that you want to live. And not every day needs to be a video. Not every day needs to be me showing off my life to people. And I think that's what this New York trip and this time away from the podcast in general has kind of showed me was just like, dude, just relax. Because the thing is, I'm still making progress. And honestly, the best videos come from experience. The best videos come from your true authenticity. And what I'm recognizing is, when you're posting yourself every day, every day for months and months and months, and don't get me wrong, there's some creators where you could create that stuff, uh, you know, and it's not a big deal when it's not really about your life, right? If you're teaching something or whatever, go after it, you know, do what you got to do. I'm not saying don't do it. My whole point is there's no right one way to live life, number one. Uh, but number two, all I'm trying to tell you is most people, we have so much fucking pressure on ourselves to get all these things, to do all these things when I'm just like, dude, all the things that you fucking want are coming to you. Just fucking relax, set the intention, let it go. And, you know, stop putting so much stock into that in terms of that being your happiness, just be happy now. You could be happy right now. You could be happy with everything you have right this moment. Be grateful. And that's the thing too is, and this is what I wanted to talk about in regards to attachments, um, was just like, you know, you really have to analyze the things that change your mood, that stress you out, that put you in fight or flight. Anything that puts you in a stressful mood or hurts your mood, um, you know, I really believe you probably have an unhealthy attachment to it, right? Because here's the thing, if you are feeling a sense of like fear, that means you have a sense of attachment that you fear loss, right? And for me, it was probably a little bit this relationship, I don't think any relationship for any person, right? We always fear losing that person. Uh, But also for me, again, the big thing was work. And what I really worked on this last month and a half not being available and again, enjoying my life I think the biggest thing I worked on was trying to remove the desire that I have for what I believe that this success in work is going to bring me. Why am I so attached to the idea of getting millions of followers and all the things? Of course, we all want that shit. That's pride, right? And of course, we want to have success. I'm not saying don't strive for that. But can I be happy right now with what I have right now? Can I be grateful for the friends in my life, the relationships in my life? Can I just enjoy the success that I've already made and created right now? And everything else is house money, right? That's the way I look at it. It's like, dude, my life is amazing right now. Why am I putting so much pressure on myself to go even further? I don't need to do that to get further. And I think that's the key. The key that you need to remember is this. Just because you're not cracking the whip on yourself doesn't mean that you're not going to make progress and and you're not going to be successful. And that's the biggest thing I think in our society right now that is fucked up is everybody's putting so much fucking pressure on themselves to get all this shit done, to get this relationship, you know, to, to get this amount of money, to do all these things. I'm like, dog, you got to be happy every day. You are missing out on some of the best moments of your entire life. That's what I'm saying. I'm only in my young thirties once. I can't go back in time and get this. I can't go back in time and yo, I have a beautiful girl in front of me. Let me enjoy that shit. You know what I'm saying? Let me eat that shit up. Let me fucking take that shit to lunch 10 times a day. Fuck making a video. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? The videos will come. Everything else will come. I'm going to (laughs) come. I'm like, baby, tell me to come. (laughs) I'm telling you, when she does that shit, bro, I'm fucking out. And speaking of which, uh, she actually agreed with me. She said that my fucking cum smells good and it tastes good. And honestly, I'm on that wave right now too. I ended up um, jizzing on her and bro, I'm just, I now am in that mood where I'm like looking at it and I'm like, bro, it looks good. Like, you know what I mean? It looks good. It smells good. I'm like, 
I lick it up. I lick it up in front of her. She's like, you're disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm like, does it smell bad? She's like, no. She actually agreed with me. She's like, no, it smells pretty good. She's like, it tastes pretty good. I was like, I know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, it's, but I'm doing something right. I think I, maybe I'm drinking a lot of water and I'm, I'm just eating healthy. So here's the thing. Eat healthy. Drink a lot of water. Um, I've been, oh, I've been really on point with my vitamins as well. So maybe all of that is tuning into this this mega like tasty vanilla cream um, cum concoction <laughs> that I've been delivering. And honestly, I would love to deliver it to the world. Um, you know, maybe I should put it into a jar and sell it because I'm not going to lie to you or make like these like soy candles with it. Something because I really feel like the aroma around your house, maybe it will start, you know, picking up some pheromones or I don't even know what that word means. But you understand what I'm saying? Like, I think that's going to get people going like we could really make a, a whole sex house. I don't know what the fuck is. OK, we got to we got to skip all this. My whole point is this. <laughs> I guess my point is, you know, it's been nice. Yeah, I don't know if you could kind of tell my mood is just, it's just, it's just different. It's just different. And, and I, again, I think it's because of the release of expectation. It's the release of jizz. It's the, it's the release of control and the pressure, um, that I've been, you know, putting on myself for so long, you know, um, anybody that knows me really well, uh, over the last two, three years would probably tell you that, like, I was sacrificing everything for work, you know, phone calls, like I'm rushing people off the phone. I'm trying to get shit done, you know? Um, little things like not hanging out with my friends as much, not traveling to see my family because I'm just like, I'm locked in, I'm locked in, I'm locked in. And listen, I get it. Hustle. I'm not telling you what you're doing is wrong because you know what? There's, there's a time where like you really need a hustle and you need to lock in. I'm not saying don't strive for excellence. My whole point is you don't need to crack the whip. And that's what we're, we're talking about here. Um, so yeah, here's the thing. Anyways, I leave, um, New York, on the first uh, New Year's, on New Year's, actually, I had like an epiphany. I was like, man, I'm not where I want to be yet, but you know what? I'm comfortable with where I'm at in life. It is what it is. I come back here. I'm not going to lie to you. Shit's been, you know, a struggle, right? I don't like the long distance at all. Um, and that's something that's been really fucking hard for me in general um, is this decision that I feel like, and not even a decision, because that's the thing is, I, I there's no more decisions, you know, I, I'm stopping this whole fucking ultimatum shit, I'm stopping all of this fucking, how would you say it, like, I'm not telling my life where to go anymore, you know what I'm saying, it's just like, I'm gonna let the pieces fall where they fall, and that's what I'm talking about by relinquishing the attachments in general, it's like, even just the pressure of this situation, Um, because here's what happened, she actually, um, came to visit me for two days, uh, over the last, you know, two days prior to this podcast. Um, you know, and to be honest, it's like, it's a really weird thing. It's like, I'm just enjoying it for what it is. I'm taking it one day at a time. I'm not putting any expectations on where it's going or what's going to happen because there's a couple things that I think are, um, interesting about this relationship. So let's get into this for uh, like a half a second. Um, so in regards to this girl that I've been seeing, I've now been seeing her for about like a month and a half. Um, you know, things are, vibes are good, right? Totally great girl. I actually, um, with my therapist, I went over my non-negotiables and she actually is within all of them, to be honest. There's only one that is a little questionable. And me and her had a very serious conversation about this, uh, when she was here. Um, so there's two things in this relationship right now that probably, um, I feel like I'm still trying to understand where this relationship fits in my life. Um, it's not like we're official or anything like that yet. You know what I'm saying? We're still at that point where we're still feeling each other out and we're still getting to know each other. Um, but there's two things. Number one, you know, I, I the, the one reason I haven't even wanted to come on here and podcast is because, bro, I don't want to talk. I don't, I don't want to be in another long distance situation. I don't want to be in another long distance relationship. Like this is a fucking pattern at this point. You know what I mean? Like this is a problem. Obviously, this one happened by happenstance. I just tore my Achilles and I happened to meet somebody really dope. Uh, so really, I don't really look at this as my fault. But again, my boundary is or non negotiable was, I'm not doing long distance. And here's the rock and the hard place I am with this situation is, on one hand. I have this amazing woman who is just so fucking emotionally intelligent, 
absolutely excels in that area. That is literally her best quality by far. Um, the ability for us to communicate, get past conflict. We don't fucking get, we, you know, of course we have hard conversations like every relationship does, but we know how to take accountability for our shit. When I tell her, Hey, you know, this is going on. This is how I feel about. She's like, I understand, you know, maybe I didn't communicate that right. Or, Hey, I, she's like, I feel really uncomfortable when you do this. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like I didn't even recognize that I was doing that. Just great communication all around. Uh, but rocking the hard place is this. Number one, I don't want to fucking do long distance. You know what I'm saying? I'm not interested in that. But on the other hand, I'm like, whoa, really fucking amazing person. And and so it's really fucking interesting situation because, again, I have like these two rock and a hard place things that are colliding where it's like, wow, I really fucking like you a lot and you're fucking dope as fuck. Um, And and honestly, it's one of these people that, you know, you really can see yourself uh, potentially building a life with. But again, we, you know, let's pump the brakes on that because we still got to get to know each other more. We still have only been together for a month and a half and, you know, long distance. But again, it's like, do I give her this time? And this is what I have been doing. Do, you know, do I just give you the time for us to get to know each other and let's just see what happens, you know? And I, and I think that's the approach that I've been taking in life in general. It's like, okay, if the vibes are good and things are good, you know, roll with it. Uh, and if something else happens, something else happens. It is what it is, right? You, you know, I'm going to deal with it uh, when it gets to there. But there's also one thing uh, about her that, and we've, me and her discussed this, that has been a little tough for me. And, um, you know, the one area that's a non-negotiable for me is sense of humor. And this is a, a part between me and her that I feel like is the only thing that I'm like a little skeptical of. And you know, I'm a very dark humor person. I'm a banter person, quick witted, you know, I'm going to talk my shit. Words are fucking free with me. I say crazy shit. It is what it is. And now I understand this too. The other side of the coin is, you know, people in this world are sensitive and people in this world also like, I don't know, sometimes my personality could be a lot. Like I'm a shit on you. Let's keep it a (laughs) hundred. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to talk my shit to you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm going to say things that, uh, I don't know, just, for the for certain people, they understand that intentionally I'm not trying to hurt and they'll banter back. But sometimes with her, it's like I can say little things and I know that it's going to trigger her. And I know it's going to you know get her in a bad mood. And that's thing that's like really difficult for me is, you know, th- there's a lot of times where I feel like maybe I can't say certain things or I got to just like be a little bit extra careful with what I say to her because she's a little extra sensitive, um, which makes things really hard. But again, is that something to completely derail a partnership over? I don't think so. And I think the more she gets to know me, the better that we get in terms of her understanding that. Uh, So that's one tricky thing with it. I don't know what I was really saying with that other than um, nothing is really perfect. Uh, and, And here's the other thing too, I will say, and this is one of the topics of conversation I wanted to get into. So I was at the gym with my friend and uh, we were, me and him, it's two dudes. And we were kind of just talking about the girls we've been talking to. Um, and what's interesting is, is him and his girl are the exact same job. So essentially they're both fitness influencers. So they make videos together. You know what I'm saying? They're like entrepreneurs, both of them, and they kind of help each other. And they're in that, like, you know, the industry in that world together. On the other hand, the girl that I'm talking to is long distance. The other thing is, um, she's a nurse. So my world and her world completely different. She's mega private, really. To you know, she's like, you know, she doesn't want to be online. That's not her vibe. She's very conservative. Not the vibe like me. Different. I'm public with everything. I'm out. Look, I talked. I just told you about eating my own cum. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like, there's a lot of shit I'm talking right now uh, that she would like. Honestly, she's gonna listen to it. She'd be like, why? Why do you talk about that? You know, she's gonna be like, you know, you, you get what I'm saying. But my whole point is this. Uh what's better? Is it better to date somebody that is in your industry and somebody that understands your work deeply? Or is it better to have a partner that is completely disconnected from that world? You know, obviously there's probably got to be some give and take in the future. Like for instance, this girl, when she was here and visiting me, um, you know, I, I will say one thing is like, she was able to kind of conform, you know, she took a video with me, you know, and that was kind of nice. I was like, yeah, she fucking, you know, she tried, right? She's like compromising. She's understanding. So I don't think it's like impossible to like, you know, kind of assimilate over time. Uh, but my whole point is this is, 
you know, what are the pros and cons of dating somebody in your industry and understand your work versus dating somebody where they're completely disconnected? Because I've now had both experiences and I kind of want to talk a little bit about like the pros and cons of doing that because me and my boy were talking about this and we're both like, you know, like I was like, dude, it's really fucking dope. Like, you know, she understands your vibe. Like, you know, you guys could just take videos um, that's fucking awesome. Uh, but then he was like, yeah, dude, like, um, it, it's really nice to kind of have that. She's really helped me. Like she's helped me like see things differently. We push each other and I'm like, damn, that sounds really fucking nice. But here's the other thing. I've had that life with a couple of different girls from my past where they've been entrepreneurs or they've been involved in my work. Sometimes it gets a little bit too involved though. And now you start mixing a little bit too much. And now emotions are weird. He even mentioned to me too, how like, Sometimes they can get at each other a little bit. You know what I'm saying? About the work, right? You know, things happening. For instance, even my first ex, I remember there are times where like, you know, egotistically, you could start getting a little competitive when you're in the same industry with your partner, right? Like they're doing really well. Maybe your shit's not doing that good. It gets weird. You start maybe, you know, secretly rooting for their shit (laughs) to not do as well, you know, because you're competing in the same industry. It starts to become one of those things where you're like, yes, you're teammates, but sometimes you're also versing each other. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you get into that mode where you guys are like going at each other a little bit. So it's really hard to, I think, draw that line. Also, I also feel like it's hard to have that independence. But again, benefits are you understand my shit. You can give me tips. You could push me further. Um, Whereas like now it's like, you know, with this other person, it's interesting because you're completely uninvolved in my work, which is cool because again, now I could just be the star of my own show. It's my own shit. You're not really doing anything. All you're doing is kind of helping me, you know, encourage me and stuff. But the thing is, you don't really know exactly the little like nuances of the job. You don't know the nuances um, of the things that I'm doing. And I'm just like thinking to myself, like over the long term, like, ah, like, do I want a girl that can be really involved and we could build businesses together? I thought that was pretty cool. But on the other hand, the girl that I'm talking to right now, it's almost like, I know that she would probably be comfortable being a mom and like being stay at home. And that's also really cool too. Like having a girl that's actually not down to be as crazy independent. Like it's not first off, this girl is mega independent. Uh, I'm not even going to sit here and say like, I'm the codependent one. You know what I mean? Like I need to see you. Like she's like, I'm good. She's on her own. She's working and shit. But you understand what I'm saying? It's like that dynamic of having a girl at home or, or a wife at home that's more of like the nurturer, that's more of like the homebody, that's more of like the cheerleader but doesn't necessarily understand your work that deeply versus having that person that understands your work, is in your industry, is building things with you, is building her own shit too. And I'm like, damn, I don't know which one is better. I don't know which one I want. And honestly, I still right now I'm struggling because I'm like, shit, that does sound nice. But every single time I've had that, I've all, it's also gotten way too like close and then you're way too involved in each other's shit. And then I always like grapple with it and then it gets ruined. I think the only way that that situation truly works out where like you guys are in the same industry, I don't know, man, y'all got to really love each other. <laughs> like if it's not based on true fucking love, you know, honestly, that turns into a using situation very quickly. And I think that's the only thing too. It's like, I think if I had that, the problem is it's like, sometimes it's like, are you with me because you're helping me or am I with you because you're helping me or am I with you because I actually really fuck with you and I really just enjoy the vibe. Uh, and I could confidently say because this other girl is not helping me <laughs> in any way, it's like, no, I actually just like you, you know, for who you are. So I don't know, fucking pros and cons to both. Oh, and something I forgot to mention, quick little um, detour story. So I did this thing called the housewife test. So like I said, this girl came to visit me long distance. Like I was just talking about with the, the work thing, right? I'm like, okay, what's this person's role gonna be in my life? And I was thinking to myself like, I really want a nurturing woman. I want a woman that I can eventually end up taking care of, you know, financially. 
Um, and you know, obviously I, I'm down for combined incomes and for you to do something as well. I think it's really important to me that the woman actually also has like a little side hustle. Uh, also I feel like you'd get bored and shit like, and first off, I don't want to control what the fuck she's doing. As long as she's happy and she has enough time for me and she could nurture and she could support me and my goals and my dreams and maybe take care of the house shit. <laughs> I'm good with that. I would love that. As a man, I'm telling you exactly the formula of exactly what I want in, in a wife is again, some girl that could take care of the house, that could take care of the kids at home, you know, could vibe and chill, you know, is smart, intelligent, hot, takes care of herself. <laughs> I got the whole list, but anyways, that's what I'm looking for. And so here's something that I did and I call this the housewife test. Um, and I didn't do this on purpose, but it just kind of ended up being this way. Uh, I have a laundry problem. And what I mean by that is, is I, I struggle to fold my own laundry and I know I'm a single person and I got to do it. And honestly, I do it from time to time. Uh, but I've gotten pretty lucky. Like my cleaning ladies the last couple times have done it for me. They actually charged me extra. They literally cleaned my house and, and I had all, you know, I did all of my laundry. I want to say like four or five loads, threw it onto the guest bed and I just left it there. The cleaning ladies got here. I'm like, oh, like, you know, you think you can help me with some of the clothes? <laughs> Fucking clean my house. They leave my house. They send me a text message and they're like, can you send us some extra money for the clothes? <laughs> they were like, yo, that took us a long time. I was like, all right, my bad. Threw him an extra like fucking 25 bucks or something. But long story short, I have a laundry issue. And this girl was coming here for two days. And I was just like, hmm, let's see if homegirl nurtures. You know, because she's been talking about being this nurturing woman. But again, being long distance, I don't really know. And the last couple of times I've been in her habitat, she hasn't been in mine. So this is the first time she came to my house. And it was, you know, good vibes, good times. Um... But long story short, I had a fuck ton of laundry on the guest bed again, and I left for PT, and I was like, you know, hey, like, you know, I, you know, if you could help me, I was like, oh, I told her actually before she got here, I was like, oh, I have a ton of laundry, I haven't folded, like, you know, would you mind helping me with that? She's like, yeah, sure, I'll probably take care of it at some point. I was like, all right, cool. So I didn't say anything, I didn't bring anything up, because here's my thing, I just wanted to see you know, what she would do. And this is a test for me. And the reason I say it's a test is because, you know, I've had women in my life that say that they're nurturing, that say that like, you know, they'll, they'll chip in and do all this shit. Uh, you know, but push comes to shove, you know, nothing really happens. Like, you know, I got, I got shit hanging around like dishes and shit. And like, they just don't chip in. I'm like, I, you know, listen, I can't be the husband and the wife. You know, I cooked this girl breakfast and I took her out to like amazing restaurants. I took care of this girl. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sitting here saying it like I didn't do stuff for this woman. Bro, I brought out all the stops for this lady. You know what I'm saying? Like when I fucking like somebody and I care about somebody, I really am a sweetheart. I, I, I'm a fucking gentleman. Like for instance, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a text that she sent me and you could tell me if you agree. All right. She said, um, first off, I said, I appreciate you coming here and traveling and taking all the time. It doesn't go unnoticed and it means a lot. Look at me showing appreciation. Fucking sweetheart right here. Um, she said, first off, think of, yo, this is a text message I received. Wonderful. Of course, I would do this any day if that meant I got to see you. I'm going to fucking cry, dog. What? And then she said this. You always do so much for me. Appreciation. But here's what I'm talking about. I'm a fucking sweetheart. All right. Don't fucking. That's the truth. I'm a fucking golden boy at the end of the day. I'm a fucking puppy dog. When I like somebody, bro, I'm thoughtful. I care. I'm going to take you out. You know, I want to show you off. I want to make you feel loved and appreciated. I want to listen. I want to be present, baby. Fucking love you, bitch. <laughs> Long story short, uh, have all the laundry <laughs> on my bed. Uh, and she's like, oh, I'm going to do it at some point. I leave for PT, right? This is the only time she is in my house alone without me there. You know, and the other times, obviously, again, we were having sex majority of the time. So there was no other time to really do all this. Uh, long story short, I come home on the couch. Socks are folded. And I'm like, no fucking way. She passed the test. She folded all my fucking laundry on the guest bed. And I didn't even have to say anything. I came home and it was done. And guess what? 
She was sitting on the couch watching some TV before I left. That means she stopped watching TV. She got her ass upstairs. Help me out. Are you fucking kidding me? It doesn't go unnoticed, dog. I'm telling you right now. Fold his laundry. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. If you want to. My whole point is this is, you know, it, it, it means a lot. Those little things, again, do not go unnoticed. And that to me showed me, okay, I know it was a little moment, but that showed me. I'm like, okay, if this girl actually is around a lot, um, you know, I probably will have somebody that will actually take care of shit and help me around the house a little bit. That's fucking huge. Uh, because there's other people, again, that I've dated where, I don't know, just, you know, they don't have that type of energy. Like, they're more just going to sit down, chill out, not really do anything. Actually, you know what? Let me not even say that. Because I will say this. I think for a lot of women is if you show them love and appreciation and you kind of give them your good energy, they really will do shit for you. They'll do anything for you. Because women, they want love. They're attached to love. That's the truth. The truth is men are usually attached to their work. Women are usually attached to love. And the thing is, they want nothing more in life than just some guy to be with them and enjoy life with them. And honestly, I think a lot of women would sacrifice all of the work that they do, all the things that they do for a really good man, and they would love to help him and support him given the right situation and given the right direction. Honest. Um, but with that being said, too, um, you know, as a woman, you can actually get lost in the sauce doing this and becoming this wifey for the wrong person. And that is something I want to talk about today. We you know, obviously we've talked a little bit about, you know, attachments and, and all this other stuff. And, and that's what I want to kind of talk about a little bit for the end of this conversation, because I have coached too many women. And here is the problem that I need to solve. And I, and I think that I'm very close to solving it. But to be honest, I think that this, to me, if I could find the cure for helping women remove their attachment from guys that are not good for them, I will become a millionaire. That is like solving or finding the cure for cancer because I <laughs> I know it sounds radical, but like that is the number one problem I see in terms of uh, the people I help. And that's the people I help with on a daily basis. If you are a woman and you are struggling with an attachment um, to any man, and honestly, if you're a man struggling an attachment to anything, um, you know, this is this is something that is going to be a fucking challenge for you. It's something I could really help you with directly. Honestly, this is the bread and butter of my work. And I'll take the worst case. I don't care if you're dealing with a fucking narcissist up the wazoo. That is the that is the people I help with on a, on a daily basis. But let's get into why I feel this happens. Because here's the problem. You know, a lot of the times when we... Um, how would you say it? Um, attack and attachment, especially when it comes from me coaching a woman and them trying to get over their attachment. I think what happens is, is a lot of times we try to use logic to break this attachment that women have to men. I'm a really firm believer that most women in life, you know, they have this emotional tie to usually like one guy or some fucking person. Uh, and, and again, for most women, I would say every single one, they are probably battling some sort of attachment in some sort of way to some dude. I think on base level. Uh, and I think here's the difference between men and women when we go through this. When women are attached to a guy, it is based on emotion and it is not based on logic. So listen, it doesn't matter what that guy does. He could have been the biggest fucking asshole of all time. He could have cheated on her. He could have done the most wild ass shit. But if she's in love with that guy, the logic doesn't matter. Emotion is not logic. If you love somebody emotionally as a woman, you don't break an attachment with strictly logic. You understand what I'm saying? You cannot do it by telling them that this person is just bad for them. That's not how it fucking works. It's a slow build and a slow grind for you to understand your emotions and for you to be able to try to, I would say, slowly break down that love that you have for that person because you have to see what that love is bringing you and what that love is doing for you. But again, my whole point is this is 
you know, again, uh, there has been women that I've coached where like, I give them all the facts. You tell them exactly why this guy is bad for them. You show them every fucking reason. Honestly, there's a lot of women I coach where like they're getting cheated on and they fucking know it. They fucking know it. Like ladies, you fucking know it. Some of y'all are getting cheated on and you don't even fucking care. And it's not that you don't care. Of course you care. It hurts really fucking bad. But what it is is, is your fear of abandonment from that person is so strong. Your fear of getting hurt from them again and again and again is so strong. And your love for them is so strong. And the hope you have for them is so strong. You are fucking stuck. And you can't get yourself out of it. Even when you know it's bad for you. And that's what I'm talking about. The emotion versus the logic brain. Because... Again, how do you break down that attachment when it's not, when you can't just talk through it? It's not about talking through it sometimes. I mean, now, don't get me wrong. I feel like eventually you keep hitting on it. You keep hitting on it. You keep working on it. You keep upholding your boundaries and you keep pushing the self-worth. Eventually, you can get to a place where maybe you remove that attachment. Uh, But I guess my whole point is, like, women really think about these things differently. You know what I'm saying? The attachment that you have to a man um, is just not, it's it's just rooted in love. You know, it, it's rooted in something that is not math. So trying to solve that problem of attachment just by, you know, telling your girlfriend that the guy is just acting like an asshole, that's not going to work. Um, what you really need to do and what I would push you to do and anybody is... I want you to take that emotion that you have for that person and try to view yourself in that way, right? Think about the emotion that you're giving them. Think about the love that you're giving to that other person that you really want so bad. Because the thing is, most of the time, ladies, you want that love in return. It's not that you don't. Like, that's the whole thing, right? Is that you want them to be with you. You want them to act right. You want them to, you know, move towards you and give a shit about you. But that's the thing is that love that you are giving them, you need to start giving to yourself. You need to recognize that by upholding your boundaries and by turning that emotion towards you, that's what's actually going to get them to come closer to you. What I tell the people I work with all the time is sometimes you got to go left, uh, you got to turn left to go right. That's what happens in terms of love. Um, and, And what I mean by that is in order to get somebody to care more about you, or honest, and I know this is going to be sound really fucking crazy, but the thing that you need to do is hold them accountable to the thing that you want. And if you're not getting the thing that you want, whether that's a real relationship or whatever it is, let's just say they're not being attentive enough. You got to communicate those things, but you got to be disciplined to upholding those things. A lot of the times you think that by giving them, you know, this is really what it is. A lot of you, this is, this is the exact problem for a lot of women. You are scared to express how you really feel because if you express how you really feel, you feel that you are going to be too much and they are going to run away. If you tell them that you want a relationship or you need them to act better or you want more attention or you need this thing in order for you to be happy in the relationship, you feel that if you say that, that they're not actually going to care about you. And the reason that that is, is because number one of your fear of abandonment, you're scared of being left. But the other thing is they are usually avoidant men. And so what they do is, is every time you do bring something up, every time you do express yourself, what do they do? They run, right? They, they escape. They say, okay, you want a real relationship? Then I'm done. I don't want to fucking do this. I can't do this, right? Oh, you want to talk about something serious? Nope. I'm good. I'm not going to do that right now. Oh, you always bring shit up. Why Why you always got to make shit fucking weird? Why do you always got to bring up bullshit? All they're doing is, is they are striking onto your fear of abandonment, right? They're striking onto your fear of abandonment and that's triggering it for you to shut your mouth even more. That's what's happening. But what you don't realize is you need to express yourself. You need to push through that discomfort. You need to overcome the fear of abandonment. It is not their fault. But what are they doing? They're using it against you subconsciously. But what if you really want somebody and you really care about somebody, again, you need to go left to go right. You need to lose the fear of losing them. What does your life look like without that person? I'm telling you, it's not that fucking bad. 
And I'm telling you right now, more than likely, uh, your life will probably be better. You probably have more money. You probably have more uh, emotional safety. You probably have more of everything, happiness. <laughs> and it's so fucked up how, how you can get stuck with a person like that. But again, what you try to do is you try to change that person by being indirect, by pouting, by throwing a fit, by exploding after all the resentment you've built up by sacrificing yourself for them. That's not going to work. You got to express yourself. You got to uphold your boundaries. Um, and I guess my whole point is, uh, you know, I know you love that person and I know you want that person to care about you. But at the end of the day, more important than them caring about you is you got to care about you, right? That's the, that's the thing is if you have an uh, emotional attachment to somebody, as I was saying, I'm talking to the women right now, you, you got to take all that love you have for them and, and give it to yourself because yourself is what's getting really harmed in this situation and, and you're doing it, that's what I'm saying, is you're loving that person at the expense of not loving yourself. So it really doesn't really even make sense when you think about it because you think you're going to get this thing from them, you know, for them to act right or give you this relationship and that's finally going to make you happy. It's like, no, what's going to make you happy is if you are truly happy with yourself and you start expressing yourself and you start holding them accountable to that happiness and for your own happiness. And everything is going to change. And again, I understand it's way easier said than done. When that guy is, you know, when you tell that guy that he's acting like an asshole and he's like, all right, fine, see you later. I don't fucking need this relationship. Of course, that's just going to trigger you. And you're going to be like, no, don't leave, baby. But you got to say, nope, all right, do a loose, dude. It is what it is. I can't sit here and force you to care about me. And, and that's what I'm trying to tell you about any attachment in your life to anything. I'm even talking about my own work. Lose the fear of losing it. Lose the fear of, you know, like not having it. it honestly, you got to ask yourself, if you didn't have the things that you wanted in your life, would you be okay? For me, if I never got to a million followers or if I, you know, never, you know, see out my dreams of becoming an internet personality, like, can I, can I be okay with that? Can I lose the attachment to the views? Can I lose the attachment to, again, having to do all of these things right fucking now because I need it so bad for what? And I'm saying even for the guy that you're talking to or anything, right? Just relinquish the control. Fucking just say, okay, what is my life? What would my life truly be if I did not get that thing? And you got to live that way. And because here's the thing, you set the intention, you set the boundaries and the right things are just going to happen for you. And that's what I'm saying for me, it's like, I know intentionally in the back of my mind, like I do want to become that, but stop being so attached to the fucking results of it. And when the time comes to relax or take a break or set a boundary, you got to be able to do that without fear, without fear of losing the thing without, as I'm saying, if I didn't do a podcast for six weeks, you know, who gives a fuck, all right? The people that rock with me and care are going to continue on. And that's the thing is you're going to do so much better. You're going to feel better. You're going to show up in that relationship better. You're going to show up at work better. I'm going to be more creative because there's no fucking pressure. And that's what you need to do in order to create a successful relationship in the first place. You can't even try to control them. You're already done. If you are so concerned with controlling the other person you're never going to have success in a relationship. You're not. Because you are too attached to that outcome of that being your happiness. If you got your happiness intrinsically, right, internally, and not from the, the, the outside world, the numbers, that love, that person, then you're untouchable. You're just yourself. It is what it is. You're going to reach whatever goals you reach. You're going to find that thing that you really want at some point. And whether you get it or whether you don't, not a big deal because you're happy right now. And there's no pressure. Uh, you know, I know that was kind of all over the place, but I hope you kind of got something out of it. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not really sure if you did. Uh, but let me summarize here really quick. <sighs> you know, life is great. It really is. It truly is amazing. Be blessed to be able to walk up and like wake up, walk around, do the things that you fucking do. Just 
enjoy the process, right? Go to work, enjoy the day, just fucking relax, clock out, you know, enjoy your life. Same thing, you know, for me, go to work. If I make a video today, if it does well, yay. If it doesn't, uh, who gives a fuck? If I don't even make a video today, who gives a shit? Not, not a big deal. All right. It's fine. I'm going I'm to be fine. Right. I'm gonna, at some point or another, I'm going to make cool shit. And the same thing for you. Right. Um, a lot of the times people that are stuck in these deep attachments, it's like what you don't even realize is for, for a lot of these people, it's like, yo, you have so many other dope things in your life. Like I, I coach a lot of amazing women. I'm like, half these women are so beautiful. They have such an amazing job. They have such a strong foundation. I'm like, you are one mental decision away from changing your entire life. Seriously, because you are so attached to the idea of this person bringing you happiness, not realizing you can make the decision for yourself today that you're just going to choose yourself. And obviously it's easier said than done. Again, there's a reason that you feel this way. And a lot of the times is growing up historically, you always felt like the girl in the back, the girl in the background, the person that wasn't in the front. All of this stuff is all about our self-esteem and our self-worth. Um, and, and I think that's really the key and the things that I help people with in coaching specifically, I help you work on your self-esteem. I help you work on your self-worth. I help you work on your boundaries because that's what it really comes down to. Cause you will get whatever you want in your life. If you have those things, if you view yourself highly, you love yourself deeply, you won't let other people bully you or push you around. You're just going to show up and be yourself and you're going to be unattached to the outcomes and you're going to show people how to treat you. And when they don't treat you appropriately, you're going to take the steps to walk away and you're going to understand that happiness isn't coming from anywhere else, uh, not from a certain income level, not from a certain person. It's just going to come from you just enjoying and being present in your own life and letting things take you where it's supposed to go. And again, whether you get the relationship at 31 or 33 or 37 or 40, what does it fucking matter? And same thing for me, whether I get success 33, 35, 37, I mean, here's my whole thing. Is strangling it to death really going to make me more successful? Is forcing myself and cracking the whip on myself going to make me happier? Like, honestly, you could potentially be more successful. You could potentially be more successful going super hard and having no balance. But more than likely, you're putting all of your time into your work. You're not putting your time into relationships. You're not putting your time into other things that matter. And maybe they don't fucking matter to you. Maybe that's what makes you happy. But I find that a lot of people that are hyper-focused only on one thing, to me, aren't very happy people. If you ever interact with those people, it's so transactional. They, they, they are so scared to give away their time. And I'm talking about from my own experience. I'm so scared to give my time to a fucking person because of my work. And I'm just like, dude, where am I going? Where are we going so fast? Again, all that money, you could be in a fucking mansion, but if you've got no one else with you and you've got no genuine relationships, that shit's going to feel empty as fuck. You know what I'm saying? There's so much more to life than just dollars. Uh, you know, like enjoy a conversation with your parents. Enjoy a conversation with your, your friends. Go outside, write in a notebook. I don't know. Go on the fucking swings. Just fucking chill. Because again, even that millionaire at some point or another is going to fucking die and no one's going to care about him. You know what I'm saying? If I stop posting videos tomorrow and I just fucking died, like, yeah, they throw a funeral and everybody be like, I'm so sad. And two weeks later, you're not going to give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not, no one's going to care. Sorry. They say legends never die, but who gives a fuck? Really? You want to be a legend for what? You're going to be fucking dead. You, you, you don't get the benefits of any of that. You know what I'm saying? Where are you going? Chill the fuck out. All right. That's all I'm trying to tell you. Enjoy your fucking life. Um, and, and, you know, honestly, again, that's the lesson I've learned, you know, that I haven't been here in a while is I'm just going to enjoy things as they come. You know, right now I have this little long distance situation. Who knows? Maybe it's going to turn into something. Maybe it's not. Uh, you know, I'm just going to enjoy it for now. Um, and right now I'm just enjoying, you know, if I make a video, if I do, if I don't, Hopefully I don't go broke and die. That would be nice if I just, you know, somehow stumbled upon some money. That'd be sweet. Um, but I think if I just take life day by day and I do, you know, at least one important thing every day and I just relinquish the expectations, um, not only will I live a happily, like happy life every single day, I'll also be successful as hell. And yeah, it is what it is. So, you know, I know that was very all over the place. It was my first one back, so don't fucking get mad at me. But anyways, next week, remember, phone calls. We're going to be doing a podcast. I'm going to try to bring one topic each week, and then we're going to take phone calls live this Wednesday. 
six to eight AZ. Call in, tell me your shit. It's gonna be high pace. Uh, the the podcast is gonna change a little bit because it's just gonna be a little bit more high energy. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. So I'll see you guys on the other side. Um, and once again, I, I love you and appreciate you. And anybody that got to this point in the podcast, um, I just want to know that it means a lot that you take the time to listen to these words. Uh, I care a lot and, uh, yeah, let's have some fun in life and enjoy life. Love you. Bye.